Welcome to Unique Perspective, a podcast that delves into what it's like to be human in today's world by addressing current politics and situations affecting society while also learning about our past. We're all one people, one species. Yo, what's up? How's everybody doing today? We have our second episode of Unique Perspective. I'm your host, Paul Young. I have two other perspectives with me. My friend, Bobby. Hey, how's it going, y'all? My friend, Kalu. Yo, what's going on? So, Bobby, tell me a little bit. Well, not me, the audience. Tell the audience about yourself. Well, I am a mom of a wonderful little kiddo. And I don't know, I think I've got a really interesting perspective. I've been through a lot in my life, and so I just want to share a little bit of that with y'all. Cool, cool. And for me, I'm just Kalu, y'all. <laughs> okay. Everybody nah, know? I'm, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. But no, nah, I've been through some stuff in my life as well, and uh, <clears throat> hopefully... Whatever I have to say, you guys can agree with, and if you don't agree with it, hopefully you can at least appreciate the fact that I'm expressing this to you guys. And either way, we appreciate it. All right, all right. So today what we're going to conversate on is religion. Yep. And we're also going to talk about acceptance. I really believe it goes hand in hand. From my personal experience, you know, I can see how um, some religious people have a hard time with acceptance. Mm -hmm. But I can also see the other end of that spectrum. So, um, you know, I don't want to lead the conversation. um, But I will say this, that when it's coming to religion with me, it's a little personal. Um, I was raised in the church. Um, I was raised underneath the Bible. My great-grandmother and my grandmother, when I tell you my grandmother was so into God, she used to use the Bible to punish us. I can tell you this one story. (laughs) I was like in the fifth grade, and my grandma used to stay on the east side, and this was around the time my mom, she wasn't really, like, she she wasn't sick, but she had broke her hip. So for a couple of months, we were staying with our grandparents so me and my brothers we were playing grandma was like you know don't do something i don't remember what it was that i that i did that i shouldn't have done it was something to do with bees though because i remember because i've always been a nerd and i've always liked animals and i remember my brother saying that's what i get for digging yeah i was digging up ant lines and setting them on fire on the side of the house (laughs) that's what i was doing i remember now I remember now, because for some reason, me and my step-cousin at the time, we used to dig up ant lions. And so, um, I was setting them on fire. And my grandma and grandpa had an issue with that because, you know, I've always been a little crazy one. I was an angry kid, so keep me away from fire. <laughs> but I was setting, I was uh, setting the bugs on fire. And so, grandma was like, you, uh, she don't like you to lie to her. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. What was you doing? Clearly, I lied. That's what kids do. So, 
because what I did wasn't anything she thought was serious, I wasn't, I wasn't going to get a spanking. But I didn't think I was going to get in trouble anyway. I just figured, you know, here, you know, because she's seen the matches. I gave them to her. But I lied. Whatever. I'm still outside playing. Now, she had on Reverend Hagee on the television. And she told me and my brother go in the room and we had to sit up against the wall. And uh, she used the Bible to punish me. Yes, she did. Every time I saw her crying, that's just Jesus spanking you back. <laughs> that's the Lord letting you know not to lie to your granny. We don't tell fibs. That's what she used. She didn't say the word lie. She said fib. But anyway, that's not even the point of the story. I just thought that was funny and I wanted to tell y'all about it. But Speaking of funny. Yes. You realize that last week when you were talking about Mayor Pete? Oh, yeah. You did not bring up that he was from South Bend, Indiana? I didn't, did I? Smarty pants. Girl, I was, so nervous. I was so nervous the other day doing my first recording that I think I really did a lot of jumping and skipping around. And I probably did because I really do remember yesterday morning waking up and thinking, did I tell them that he was from Indiana? And I couldn't remember. So thank you for that, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what makes it unique perspective. See, my unique perspective forgot a whole state existing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, back to the topic. Ah, that sounded kind of rude, but anyway. <laughs> that's not me, honey. Let's do it like Oprah. On to the next topic. So. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, I told that story, one, because I love my granny. You know, she probably at home right now thinking about me. But um, it's just a funny story. Like, for real, boys are bad. And kids lie for no damn reason. And I really did think that while I was sitting up against that wall, God was whooping my behind. No, that was muscles. (laughs) But um, anyway, the reason why I want to talk about that and why I say it's personal is because when I hit puberty... I realized that um, certain things were different. And so, you know, in my family, I will say this, and it's on record, and this is going on the internet forever. So, okay, none of my relatives that listen to this ever say I lied on them because I'm not. I'm on record literally saying this. My family has never disowned me. My family has always been there for me. But, and there is a but there because this is unique perspective and how I perceive things is not how they perceive things. Just like how I perceive leaving church was not how they perceive leaving church. And while I'm not a Christian today, a lot of people might not agree. So, with that being said, I realized early in life that I didn't like girls, for lack of a better word. I realized I was gay. And Though my family never disowned me, the attitudes, how I used to get disciplined, what I would get in trouble for. You know, I can remember one time I got in trouble for watching a video. Because once they know you're gay, they and I don't even think people realize they do it, they instantly think everything you're doing is, in the, is, is under the gutter. Um, I don't know if y'all remember, but there was an old video from D'Angelo. I couldn't watch that video. Certain relatives, I couldn't watch that video in front of because... I was a child, one, in high school. High, child, high school, really. <laughs> and two, I ain't doing that devilish stuff in their house. Yeah. Girl, I was watching a video. 
homie, do you hear me? I was watching a fucking video. But, you know, I'm gay. And so, I feel that through the way the church um, treats you without paying attention. Like, the last time I went to church with my mom. They had a child, a guest child preacher there, and he was preaching about homosexuality. He did not use any of the conventional Bible verses, which if we get to that part, um, if y'all want to, we can address that because that is something to, to bring up. Um, he didn't bring any of that up, but he did bring up how, hate, how, how, how hateful being gay was. And he actually used the word faggot in a church sermon. And I told myself then, I said, you know, I'm not going to do this because while he's preaching and saying that's for God, which God is that for? Because the God that I experienced when I wanted to commit suicide because I couldn't do what the Bible said isn't the same God that hates gays. And then I decided to study up on it. And then I realized that the Holy Bible is an edited book. If it's holy and it's the word of God, it can't be edited. So now, I, I can't believe the religion. I just can't. And y'all might not agree with me, but I can't agree with the religion that when I went to college, the evidence is right there in your face. That the book that I was told, you better not throw it, you better not write in it, was edited 50 times. So what part is the word of God and what part is man's word for God? So true. <laughs> Man. Seriously. That's crazy. Man. I remember when I was young, my family and I, we were deep in the church as well. I never really liked reading the Bible, but if, if somebody was reading it to me, I would sit there and listen, and I would, you know, interact with, you know what I'm saying, the activities that we were doing. Like, if you, if, if we were doing something about the scripture that we read or something like that, I would do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a kid or whatever, you know? Then I get older, still doing the Christian thing or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Showing love, receiving what I was assuming was love or whatever. Then I get even older, and I start changing a little, you know? I start going through phases mm -hmm. in my life, and I was still going to church or whatever, but, like, you can tell by my demeanor I was going through something, mm -hmm. and instead of trying to comfort me, as an adolescent, as a child, they kicked me out of church. They kicked me out. They said because of my demeanor, because I was just sitting there and I stopped everything that I was doing, all the activities, I stopped. I completely stopped. They said I was scaring the other children there, the other kids that were around me. And I'm sitting here like, how when I'm just sitting there mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything I'm just sitting there you're not supposed to do that like you're supposed to keep me from exploding you're supposed to keep me and calm me down and show me the love of God 
which you speak about and which it says and talks about in the Bible. But they don't do that. What do they do? They judge you. Maybe because those children's parents are sponsors of that church. Maybe because those children are their children. You know? But you are a child too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm a child as well. But (laughs) where Christians should show sympathy, they show apathy. They don't care what you're going through because God is blessing them. They're happy about their blessings. What did it say? What does it say in the Bible? You open your door to me. You give me clothes. You feed me. You should do that for your neighbor, right? Well, Not push that, them away. That, that's supposed to be the word. That that's what they say. Not not push them away. That's especially what's when they're at that fork in the road where they can go left and destroy the world, or they could have fucked around and saved it. Mm. Bro, I'm so sorry that church made you feel like that. And that is not what the institution is supposed to do. Church didn't only make me feel that way. Not just what happened in the church, but what happens in society and in life with Christians. Mm -hmm. You walk next to a Christian and maybe your, your, your pants are a little baggy. You know, maybe you reek of weed. They'll look at each other, two Christians, they'll look at each other and they'll start talking about you. Right there. Isn't that gossiping? That's bearing false witness. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Now, I want to ask you a question. What kind of church did you go to? And when you're talking about Christians, because since this is a podcast and we got multiple listeners, mm-hmm. there are many different sects of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like Non-denominational. Not, okay. So... And for political reasons, I also want to let you know they have a, what is it called by the, uh, the evangelicals, yeah. and which is basically the white Christian, the wasps. So that's, I just wanted to put that out there. So, cause, cause somebody might listen and be like, well, I am a Christian. And I know that I wouldn't have done you like that. And then you have the Christians that aren't acting Christians. But, you know, like how I was raised. If you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, then you can call yourself a Christian because you believe that Jesus was Christ. You believe that Jesus Christ was God on earth. Which doesn't make sense to me. Listen, listen, listen. my bad. My perspective on Christianity... If you actually follow the teachings of Christ, you are not a Christian. You are a Christ follower. If you pretend to follow and believe in the uh, the teachings of Christ, mm-hmm. you are a Christian. I have never heard it like that. That is a very unique way of putting it. That's how I feel. Yes. That's the whole point yeah. of unique perspective, you know dude. What I'm I know. That's what Fist I'm saying. Bumps. That's that's how I feel. 
if you, cause I, I, I can read the Bible and I can read, you know what I'm saying? All the words of the Bible and I can be like, okay, this is some, this is some good stuff to, to live by. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can do this cause that can make you, you know what I'm saying? A, a better person and teach you how to actually love and give shit, you know what I'm saying? Give to people. You know, it's okay. But instead, but instead, but instead, people try to use that to control the way people are. Instead of trying to use it into control how people are, you know what I'm saying? It's you know what I'm saying. You should, you should, you should let somebody read it and take what they take from it. Instead of trying to build this imagine this imaginary kingdom, you know. Of golden honey, you know what I mean. But bro, that's how it's described in the Bible. That's where they get it from. They actually got. But it didn't from you just say earlier that the Bible was changed how many times? Yes, but it was also written by a couple. That's of why thousands. I told. Hold on, bro. It was also written, and I truly believe this. And I'm gonna say this to whatever believer that personally knows me that hears what I'm about to say. I am not the Antichrist. We're not gonna start that. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Bobby, you my witness. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I, I'm gay. But I am not the Antichrist. And I truly do believe that God made me. And I also, anyway, we're going to cut that short because this ain't about me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing at myself. I'm so stupid. Anyway, what I was trying to say, God. Yes. What were you saying, bro? Because I lost my train of thought for two seconds. <laughs> it's all good, brother. But nah, I was talking about the uh, the difference between believing and oh, thank believing, you. Believing, not but the difference between uh, Christian being being a Christian and being in Christ. Thank you, because I was I got lost in my tension about making sure people knew. That I was not uh, an antichrist. antichrist. <laughs> uh, there are different sects of. Christians. I am not the antichrist. There are different. I promise. I don't. <laughs> I promise. I don't do it. I'm not. I'm really not. No, there are different sects of Christianity, right? Yeah. So, like in my experience, when I talk about the negativity that I dealt with in the church and with different Christians, I'm mainly talking about Southern Baptists. You know, um, but then you have, uh, which basically we're all different forms of Protestants. So you actually, you can blame all modern Christianity in the United States on the royal family. No, I'm just joking. But you really could because the Church of England in that the start of Protestant, uh, the Protestant Church, and all the denominations fall from there, uh-huh. right? Am I wrong? You're right. Oh, I'm, okay. Thank you, honey, because I, I, I don't want to be wrong. Oh, what's crazy is that. You know how uh, in the Bible, well, you know how the we're a Christian nation, right? Okay, sure. Aren't we? Sure. Okay, we're We're supposed to be a separation of the church and state, but it does say one nation under God, so yes. So basically, you know what I'm saying, we're we're a Christian nation. So, what the hell happened to free will? (laughs) Why are there so many damn rules? 
Okay, so this is how it ex- this is how it was explained to me. How can we you don't live like animals, Bobby? Honey, you haven't said a word. How can, in we, don't, how can we don't live like animals? Nah, it's cool. She can she can she can interject whenever she pleases. Whoa. This is unique perspective. As soon as her perspective comes in, then she can interject. Yes, it is unique perspective, my brother. That's what You're I'm right, and yeah. I know that. But as the host, I'm supposed to make sure everybody gets fair share. So I just wanted to make sure fair when it's recording you, that you Bobby, it, you, it, you say fair share. You make yes. it seem like we're not gonna be on here for a little minute, man. No, that's not what I'm meaning, bro. What I'm meaning is Bobby is really quiet. Maybe she says, I don't like to just put myself out there when there's other people conversing. <laughs> Oh, no, sorry. I did I want to actually put out there because we were talking about Southern Baptists. It was a Baptist church that I went to that really put a foul taste in my mouth about the church for quite a long time. I didn't grow up religious. I didn't deal with anything at all religious most of my life. It wasn't until after my mom passed away that I tried to find something. I had dealt with an abusive husband. And after finally escaping him, I tried to move forward in my life, and I thought that religion was going to fix it. So my first experience with a church was a Southern Baptist church. And hearing the way that they would speak about gay people are going to hell, and they're going to burn for all of eternity, blah, that's enough because I've always been an ally to the LGBTQ plus community, that was enough to completely put me off of religion for years. I didn't want anything to do with that because that was supposed to be my saving grace, quote unquote. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't where I was supposed to be. And when I finally decided I was going to go back to religion, I found a church for homeless people that was actually a cult. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they would take the broken and downtrodden people and brainwash them, basically. It was a really rough situation. And so I've had several experiences that were terrible in churches. And it took me leaving structured religion for me to actually find my faith. Because the way I see it, the church is in me. I don't need to go to this structured church that's going to teach me things that I could figure out on my own. I could go out and buy a Bible and study it. And I'm going to come up with a different way in my head that these scriptures are coming out than somebody else. But that's the way that religion is, in my opinion. You tied on to something there when you said that. Because that's my issue with religion right there. See, and this is the question I ask my family a lot. If the word of God is the word, this is the ultimate truth, everything else is not real, explain science to me. Explain evolution to me. Explain, and this is me going on a little tangent being a gay boy. Explain me 
trying to be with the girl. I am literally in the room with her, knowing everything that the word said, knowing that I just got through singing melodies from heaven not 30 minutes ago at this time. Do you hear me? And I still threw up on her. Yeah. I, it used to be a secret, but I'm 33 now. I don't care. And the person that did it, she she probably don't even remember it happened at this point. Right. And if she do, she done laughed it off. I mean, we're all in our 30s at this point. Yeah. But it happened. And, and then what I want to know is if the word of God is just that, then why is he allowing so many gay people to commit suicide? I was almost there. So, as an adult, when I watch YouTube, I watch the news, I read uh, different articles, and, you know, different things pop up on my feed, and it's like, this young man was attacked, this young man was killed, this transgender person was killed, this young person committed suicide, this parent, you know, beat his child to death. When I hear all of these things, and the one thing they all use is, but God said it was an abomination and God didn't like it. I always refer back to 2006 when I was when when I was at DBU, because I was um, I used to go to art school. I was at the Art Institute of Dallas for a while. Then I transferred to University of Phoenix because I could not adequately pay for my apartment and pay my car note and pay for school and my mom was not at the point um, in life to really help me because she had two other teenage boys so I just did the online thing but before that I met up with this guy he was a um, sculpture artist and I was doing fashion design we met up at DBU and uh, he showed me what they thought at the time to be the original Quran. That's the original Bible. You can't have the Holy Bible. You can't have the Torah. You can't have nothing without that. That's what he told me. Anyway. Yeah. The scripture that has been used to demonize me and people like me for years is not the same in the Quran. Or in that version that I read. That scripture said, do not lie with your brother or your father like you would your woman. Yeah. Not do not lie with men. And um, I asked my friend about it that day. And he showed me some YouTube videos. I'm not going to reference for obvious reasons. And that started my dissension away from Christianity because even though I was gay and I tried to commit suicide and I, 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 I decided from that point I came out the closet I was like fuck it I had developed a personality called Paulisha girl for some years <laughs> I thought she was cute she dead now because I'm a man <laughs> but what I'm saying is I did a lot out of rebellion because of that truth mm-hmm. because of that truth yeah. So, what you used to demonize me with, you don't even know. But then I actually started studying 
the Bible myself because my mom always told me, lean onto, don't lean onto your own understanding, lean onto the word of God and you pray and you ask for his understanding. Oh, yeah. The same God that I literally prayed to and said, if you do not turn me into a heterosexual man, I'm going to kill myself. And I attempted to kill myself. And if it was not for my mama and my grandpa being there, I probably would have. But that wasn't God. You know, I had a, pre- a, a reverend one that tell me, but that was God. I said, no, it wasn't because the psychiatric hospital I was in the very next day, me and a teenage boy had sex. Yeah. So what was God then? My mom kept me from committing suicide, but I still got fucked by a boy the very next day in a psychiatric institute. Hooray. Yeah. At that moment, because I'm not really crazy. I'm just a hurt child. That is dealing with what he was raised to believe, what he's going through, because there's other things I'm not going to reference in this episode, because if I were to reference them, then that would cut the series way short, because mm-hmm. life is a layer, Yes, it is. and right now we're focusing on just religion, mm-hmm. you know, but on just religious part, you know, that... If God was was the God that I prayed to, even though I woke up in the hospital, why was I still in the boys? Why was it easy for me and this dude to cry together and he tell me why his mama got him in here and I tell him why my mama got him in here. We're both talking about how we can't get along with our friends at school anymore. This and the other next thing you know, we fucking. And you want to know what the psychiatrist said? Not a darn thing. Oh, just the behavior. I think he told my mama. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he did. The thing about it is religion was just cut out, period. Like the praise, give praise and stuff like that. But that was cut out. And you just read it as a life's guide or something. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you can just pick different things, you know what I'm saying, to go, you know what I'm saying, go by life with. Everything would be cool because once it comes down to religion, there's different things that religious teachers have taught their, you know what I'm saying, their their pupils, and it's crazy. Just like cults. It is. Actually, it is like being in a cult. It's crazy. Once it gets to religion, like believing and worshiping something, Mm -hmm. that's whenever stuff starts to mess up. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think it's the belief more than the worshiping because Christians and, well, actually, I'm going to say it like this and it's a help. Well, let me rework that. The the worshiping, not the belief, because you can, just like I believe there's a God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the belief the, the, in something and then yes. how you how you believe and what you do and how you act with that belief. That's the difference. And yes. that's what makes me against religion because I was going to say this. Because religion is the worshiping of what right, you believe, like right? Religion to me, that's the... That religion is the tool used to control populace and explain God. So that's why you have... Uh, the Muslim faith, the Christian faith, and the Jewish faith under the same umbrella. They believe in the same God, but I have had Christians argue me down that the Muslim God is not their God, that Allah cannot be the same God that's the Father of Jesus. It's the same God. It's just another it's, name. It's he another name so for the same names. thing. Translation. 
Yeah, and that's all it is. But it, it's literally under the same umbrella. But that. What did you say about the? Uh, what is that? The language of the cows. It's a uh, they. They don't speak. They don't. They don't make oh, the same. Oh, scientists have proven that in it's each region, cows have their own accents. They have different you know? accents and it's different, different ways that they move. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's Same thing as language. humans and how. Um, in New York, their English is different than here in Texas. And like, if we go to y'all, go home to North country, Dakota. You can't understand. Go to South Dakota. You know, Man. you can't understand half the stuff they say when they start talking fast right. sometimes. Well, but I've been told that I sound country. I done literally had conversations with people that aren't from Fort Worth, Texas, because you know I me, mean? I'm friendly. I talk to everybody, and we be in mid conversation, and they're like, "Oh my God, you sound so country." And I would be like, <laughs> you know, like I would just had a little smirk, like, really? I said, I speak proper English. Do not sound country. Oh yes, you do. You sound just so sweet and country. One dude said, I sound like all I want to do is make rainbow flags and serve people tea. <laughs> Dang. I know that was the worst get, and I was like, you bitch. I literally thought that I'm like, okay, bro. Let's All get right. back to the topic. And oh. <laughs> we really did get off the topic, and the topic was on religion. And I guess basically the acceptance and the lack thereof, yeah. basically. Because if we just go back to the main point, in Christianity specifically, and you can say, I don't know anything about the Muslim faith, so I don't want to get into it, but I have talked to um, some gay guys that are from Muslim families and yes, they go through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say there's a correlation in the differences when um, when you go to the perceived races of people because I've talked to white people that were gay and their experience coming out and dealing with the church was different than a black person that is gay dealing with coming out and dealing with the church. Um, you know the, that same church I was talking about. I'm sorry, Chris, but that same church. No, this unique perspective cut me off. Whatever. That, that same church that I was talking about, I just remember they kicked my brother and his girl out as well because she got pregnant and he they weren't married. He was, yeah, he was a youth leader, and so they kicked him out. You know, see, that's my problem with churches, and oh, and that goes back to what I was gonna say. There's a difference between religion and spirituality. So I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. spiritual. You can't convince me that anything that the church preach is true. You can't convince me that the way they're uh, interpreting the Bible is the right way either. This is what I tell people all the time. You got all these um, different sects of the same church. You got seven-day evangelists. And none of them are teaching the same thing. None of them. None of them. None of them. But they all believe they're going to go to heaven. Somebody has it wrong. And in my belief, I believe they all have it wrong. Because if you study the Bible and actually read it word for word the way that it is written, not under the guise of this is God's word, so I must interpret it for 2019. No. Read it the way you will read the newspaper. And you will realize that what is taught and what is in there isn't the same thing. And that what they consider a sin 
is not the same thing as what we consider sins today. The only thing that people want to consider a sin today that was considered a sin back then is homosexuality. But within that same scripture, they talk about mixing clothes. There's not an American, British, Australian, um, Ugandan, Congolese, uh, Norwegian, uh, Ethiopian, any part of South America, there is no human alive today that is wearing clothes the way the Holy Bible says to wear it. Every, every, every bit of fabric sold is blended fabric. That is supposed to be ugly in the eyes of God too. And the lobster, because remember, unique perspective, we delve into the past mm-hmm. as well as present, right? Well, I'm about to sh- I'm about to teach y'all some shit. Did y'all know that 150 years ago, the lobster was so prevalent, it literally could have been a sea roach. Back in slavery times, that was actually slave food at one point. Lobster. Yes. Did you know that? And you want to know why? Because it is an unclean food. But today, almost 300 years later, really you can say 150 years later because it was like 90 years into that when the lobster population dwindled and they became rare, that they started to become more expensive. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, that is true. Google it. Look it up. I kid you not. Really, if we wasn't recording right now, I would cut the TV on, and I would show y'all the video. That's how I learned that weird (laughs) shit. So, anyway, that's why lobsters are an expensive item today. But lobsters are unclean. But you, you, you can see a reverend hosting a dinner party at the church and shrimp and lobster is on the table and but yet the church isn't falling down what's another thing that we could bring up the fact that people love to bring up pork as an unclean meat but pork is not the only unclean meat it's not any animal that's what that word says and that's why i'm going into it the book says any animal that eats off the ground basically the lowest feeding animal that's catfish that's chicken cows that's pigs now cows but back then they didn't have cattle back then they had the aurochs and the aurochs ate like the buffalo it ate grass so yes it was a clean animal but the cow today hell no the cow today ain't a clean animal But this is all made up by some people that was alive 2,500 years ago. Uh So it really is irrelevant. And that's why the world is not being destroyed because of Calvin Klein. Right. Or Red Lobster. But we want to focus on RuPaul. We want to focus on, you know, homosexuality. And I just, and and, and it's unique perspective. So that's why I keep focusing on it because I am a homosexual. And as a black man, it's even worse because I find in life I have to prove my manhood over and over and over. My parents used to always wonder, Pa, why are you always getting in trouble in school? What they never knew is when someone's constantly calling you a faggot or a punk and they're pushing you, you either got to beat their ass or you got to hurt their feelings some way. Well, when you are a creative person like me, and, you know, you can think of things on the fly. Next thing you know, you get in trouble in school. 
You know, well, the church did that too. And my thing is, why? But we can talk about this all day long and we'll never get the answer. Of course. You know, um, but I will say this. I'm not against religion. I don't agree with it. I do believe in God, but I don't agree with religion. And um, I don't know, do you? I guess your consistency is you don't. I'm spiritual, not religious. And there's nothing wrong with spirituality. It's through spirituality that I'm able to be calm. Mm -hmm. I'm able to be kind. And I'm able to do the the teachings that churches do preach. And I'm able to live those truths. Just not through the guises of a fake religion. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel that same way. I'm not, no, I'm not religious at all, dude. You know, I can't be, especially since I've awakened. It's impossible. I see how it is. And I see the truth now. Right. You know, nobody can take that away from you. Just like they said... They can take everything from you, your belongings, all that, but they cannot take your mind away. Amen. And I never let that. Ha, I just said amen. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But, and see, now that's the definition of indoctrination. Because even though I am not religious, I find myself still saying, thank you, Jesus. And I still find myself mm-hmm. saying, amen. And so they like to say that the devil infiltrates but the devil hasn't infiltrated me but what I grew up and what I was raised in it is still in me but yet I don't fear hell and I don't believe and you can't convince me that the holy bible is the truth what's crazy is I I like the bible I like reading the stories I love it you know what I'm saying I do I really do I I like the bible but you've got to take it as just that yeah a story that's what i mean i love i love the bible i love the stories but you can miss me with that religious worshiping stuff i'm not doing it period that's like a cult i'm sorry i'm sorry take it how you want to to me my perspective unique perspective amen adult show (laughs) yes that's how i'm gonna go ahead and cut the conversation short yep next uh episode well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to talk about this for a few episodes, but I am going to address this again because seeing that this is unique perspective, I would like to hopefully get some actual Christians to come talk with me. So maybe they can tell me why they like religion, why it works for them. Um, I think it will be fun too. One, because like I said, I grew up in the church. I, I'm not against it. And but I'm, the thing is, if we do that, it's good because, you know, Christians are supposed to be slow to anger. You know? So we should be able to have a good they discussion. They are. Have you because, followed politics lately? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Get ready to listen to the next segment. Um, I'm going to be addressing the politician of today. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. But seriously, don't leave yet because I want to address the politician of the day. You know, because y'all got to get out there and vote. Like, seriously. Go vote. Like, voting is fundamental like reading was at one point. So, anyway, peace out.
Hey everybody, I hope y'all enjoyed the last segment and that y'all are enjoying my show so far. Today, I would like to talk about Bernie Sanders because I'm going to talk about a candidate at the end of every episode that I record. Yesterday, I talked about Pete Buttigieg and how I don't really agree with him, um, but hopefully anybody that listened Googled him and looked him up and learned about him because in order to vote, you must know about each candidate. And I don't have enough time to tell you detail to detail about each one. But the candidate I'm going to talk about today is Bernie Sanders. I have been supporting Bernie Sanders since the 2016 election. I hate that he didn't actually win the nomination because I would have voted for him. I was one of the Democrats, however, that did vote for Hillary Clinton. Why? Because anybody was better than Hell, it's it's literally proven. The proof is in the pudding. I mean, Trump is president, and she would have been better. And I believed that back then, and I still believe that today. Because our country is, like, not good. We're the laughing stock of the world, and we look like dictators. We're the free world, but we're locking up babies. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. But anyway, I would like to address the candidate of today, Bernie Sanders. I think that if he wins the nomination, people should vote for him because out of every candidate, he is the only one who record has not changed in way over 30 years. He walked with Dr. King. He doesn't have a racist bone in his body. He's not an anti-Semite. He's literally the most progressive person in the world. And he comes from a time when progressive values were not popular you know he grew up in a time when secularism was considered evil and through his long career his long journey he has been the same he's never changed up politically and his policies are policies that are set up to benefit our entire country he's the senator of Vermont, but he talks about policies and issues that really wouldn't affect Vermont in any big way, but it would affect New York, Georgia, Texas, you know, places where the minority um, is actually the majority in those areas. And he cares when he doesn't have to. He's literally the senator of Vermont. Like, he doesn't have to, but he does. And his policies are policies that are set up to build America back up. You know, he wants free health care. He wants universal, you know, um, income. He wants to raise the minimum wage. And in the areas where his policies were implemented, the cost of living did not go up like they said, but the cost, but but the um, the the benefit of living did get better. People who went from making seven dollars an hour to fifteen are seeing the benefit, and we also know that the trickle down effect it doesn't work. It's not working. Rich people don't want to give you anything. So Google Bernie Sanders. Check out his policies. I 
Oh, I almost forgot. The biggest thing about Bernie Sanders that anybody my age and younger would love is he literally wants to cancel student debt across the board. He wants to make being an American citizen more affordable. He wants to make sure that when you retire, you're taken care of. That when you're of working age, that you can earn a decent income and that your income isn't going towards your housing. It's just going towards your general life. Some people think the biggest downfall is his age, but we literally voted Trump in and he's damn near a hundred. So I don't think his age is an issue. Mind you, do I think a full eight year term presidency is possible? Well, we have people that are centurions. So yes, it is possible. His age should not stop anybody from voting for him. Check out Bernie Sanders, Google him, listen to his speeches. I promise, I think that if you're for progressive policies and if you're for human first policies and choice policies, you will love his policies. Anyway, have a good day and I hope you enjoyed the show.